Hey, what's going on, everyone? Yo, yo. This is Eddie and Marcus. This is the Average Sports Guys. Let's go. So today is September 30th. There we go. The month is almost over. My birthday is around the corner. It was on Saturday, or it'll be on Saturday, October 2nd. Man, time is flying. It is flying. Yeah, man. So I'll be good old 36. Let's go. That's a good age. Yeah, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) Um, For sure. Yeah. So today's episode 78. 78. Yep, we're counting them down. So if you notice, we didn't say Adam. Um, Adam has since taken a different job. Uh, with a professional organization in yep. sports, so he will be around. We just had to figure out his schedule and all that type of stuff. Yep. <clears throat> so shout out to that brother. He's Facts. Doing, doing good things. For those that didn't really know, um, he worked with me mm-hmm. um, at my current company. So he should be doing, or he should be happy where right. he's going. Not that he wasn't happy where he was. Like you know, he liked everybody at work. He liked what he did and. Everybody liked him, but, you know, I feel like he took an opportunity of a lifetime. So right. uh, definitely congratulations to that young man. Um, but, yeah, we still got to do a show, man. So yeah. we didn't do one last week. Everybody was crazy busy. Um, I was crazy busy with uh, work even this week, um, So which is why we had to move it till today. Mm-hmm. Dude, I didn't even get home till almost 6 or 6.30 yesterday. Wow. Yeah, it was long, and I get in to the office i think i got in about 7 30 so it's just it's just been putting in some hours but um we will not be doing a show next week because i will be in st croix there you go so we leave tuesday and i come back sunday so um no show next week but you know we'll pick back up you know right after that but uh Let's just go ahead and get into... So both of our teams took some massive L's this past weekend. <laughs> Washington uh, played Buffalo, and then um, Philadelphia played Dallas. So mm-hmm. I guess, Marcus, you can go ahead and start us off with your game recap of Dallas and then give us the look ahead to the Chiefs, and then I'll go ahead and break down and talk about the Washington-Bills game, and then I'll preview the Washington-Falcons game. Right, so... If you didn't know and we're living under a rock, <laughs> the game finished, you know, Cowboys 41, Eagles 21. Um, for me, as far as the responsibility for the loss, I put a lot of it on the coaching staff, um, especially with Nick Sirianni being the offensive play caller and just not running the ball. Um that is the bread and butter of the Eagles. Especially Miles offense. Sanders had a few good runs. Man, it was you getting busy. It was getting loose. You if, feel like you just keep feeding him. Bruh, if you watch any of the game tape of the Cowboys defense since the beginning of the season, mm-hmm. everybody knows you can run on them. And when Miles Sanders did get the ball, the man got busy, got skinny between the uh, the guard and the center. Yeah. So why are we not running the football? I think he got shell-shocked early and just kept throwing it and kept throwing it and kept throwing it. And for whatever reason, um, just went away from our identity, which is running the football. I mean, yes, we did get the ball to our tight ends. Yes, we did get it to Devontae Smith. Yes, um, Miles. I mean, uh, Jalen Hurts did scramble, but he was sacked. He was holding the ball too long. He was indecisive. He was under-throwing receivers a lot on deep balls. Um, I think next steps, especially going into the film room, he has to work on driving the football 
trusting the speed of your receivers instead of throwing behind them, which will more than likely, especially in last game, um, end up with an interception. Yeah, well, so one one thing I'll say, though, I know some people were saying that one um, pick he threw, I think it was Smith who was out. He fell down. The, yeah. yeah. So that ball would have been picked regardless of if, if, if he fell down or not. Because if you go back and, and, and you look at it, like mm-hmm. when Hertz dropped back, like he just looked over and threw it. Um, so it's like he didn't even see the defender. So I think he's got to do a better job. I don't know if that's just at pre-snap read or if somehow he got blinded because the line was, you know, up there, upright. Right. I don't know. So I'm sure he'll learn, you know, you either take take an extra step or two back. And I get it. That, that play was probably designed to go how it went, but it's like he almost blindly threw it. So that was one glaring thing that I saw. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, I I think even if Smith did not slip and fall, he threw it well short of him. Right, and I and and that's been my knock over the past two games is that he has not but been putting the ball in good spots for receivers to either make the catch or make the catch or not catch it at all. Right, uh, a lot of his passes have been behind. Mm-hmm. Um, the defense has scared me a little bit, um, especially with the run game. And it also allowed me to really think about how valuable um, Brandon Graham was um, with the run stopping, especially um, off the left side if you're looking down uh, towards the offensive line of the Cowboys. Um, Josh Sweat and Derek Barnett didn't get it done, especially Derek Barnett. And this dude just racking up penalties. If you actually looked at <laughs> the highlights of the game uh, – you can see Nick Sirianni getting upset, saying like him again. Like, are, of course, there's some expletives in there, mm-hmm. and he's like, he's "Dude, like, it's like, always him. It's always him. Like, yeah. why are you jumping <laughs> off the ball? Like, it's always you, bro." Um, there's that. Um, of course, there's always inconsistency with play calling, but I'm not even gonna. I'm not even gonna say that at this point. What bothered me the most about our defense is that we didn't stack the box like we should have should have and gone man on the outside. It was a zone the entire time. And what do we know about Dak Prescott? He's very good apart of zone. He's very good at picking apart zones. And that's exactly what happened the entire game. Yeah, not only that, but when your receivers and your tight ends understand you sit in the zone. Right. You know, you get to the top of your route, you turn around, you you either come back, like you find the open, open yo, the open and, space. And, and sit you there. Just, and you sit there. <laughs> That was so. the defense. That was the defensive scheme. And I guess he was trusting that our front four would get there. But almost sounds like Washington, man. Right. And but also at the same time, you gotta dial up some pressure. You gotta send an extra guy at some point, mm-hmm. and we just didn't. Yeah. Um with all those things combined in my head, um, I mean, we were setting ourselves up for a loss. Uh I mean, we did we did score a touchdown early off of a, a hit on uh Dak Prescott in the end zone and, mm-hmm. and Fletcher Cox recovered. Yeah, I literally looked down and then I heard them go, ah, and I looked back up. I was like, what the hell happened? So I had to right. wait for the replay. But, yeah, that was like bang, That bang. bugged me. And then something else that should be talked about, you know, and Jalen Hurts absolutely has to learn from, when you're backed up in your own end zone, right, and you're holding on to the football, the last thing you want to do is to hold on to the ball and run in either direction or right. versus just throwing it away yep. because the last thing you want is a holding penalty because what it turns into a safety. Yep. So that's something he's definitely got to learn. But my biggest takeaway is Nick Sirianni, you know, not running the football when you're running back is miles freaking Sanders. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Cowboys ran, tw- ran the ball 20 times for 115 yards before the Eagles even ran a running play. So what does that tell you? It tells you that 
I mean, essentially, we're going three and out a lot, and our defense isn't getting rest. They're mm-hmm. going right back out on the field, and yep. you can tell towards the end of the game we were gassed. Gassed. Um, <sighs> overall, it was just annoying to know that Nick Sirianni, in my head, is smarter than this. But you know for a fact our offensive line, right? We're, I mean, we're going into this week, and I'll talk about that in a minute, um, without uh, Isaac Ciamalo, right? Um, I still got to check up on um, the other guys. But in this game, we had no Mylata, no Brooks, our, our starting, in my opinion, future Hall of Fame uh, right guard, and our left tackle we just paid who had a knee sprain and you're not running the football, like, and you're just leaving these guys in pass pro the whole game? Mm-hmm. Are you kidding me? Um, and shout out to, you know, Micah Parsons, because that dude was was blowing stuff up. I mean, He was flying around. He was dude. flying around. Um, the only other positive that I saw is that Andre Diller didn't play that bad. Like, I thought he was going to get destroyed. But um, he actually played a pretty decent game. But with that being said... 70% of the blame in my head goes on the coaching and whatever their game plan was and how trash it was. They definitely mm-hmm. should have done better. Um, so just looking into next week, <laughs> we play the Chiefs, right? Mm-hmm. Um, for me, this is what I'm looking for. I'm looking to see improvements with Jalen Hurts actually driving the football um, and trusting his receivers to go out and get it. I mean, you have Devontae freaking Smith, dude. Throw it out there. Don't throw it behind them because that's where you're getting picked off at. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I think part of the knock on Hertz was his arm strength anyway. Yeah. Um, and it's not saying he has like a noodle arm, but right. I mean, th- 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 it's no Herbert or, or Allen. You know, Absolutely not. We're t- that's, 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 upper, that's upper echelon, like top-notch arm. But I think he has enough arm to push the ball. It's just for whatever reason – he's just putting too much air under it versus just driving it. Mm-hmm. Um, which to me in my head is like, why is there still a timing and chemistry issue? Even though you went all through all the training camp. Um, but looking forward uh, towards the chiefs, what I'm looking um, for Jalen hurts to do is to essentially, you know, obviously not turn the football over. Um, I'm looking for, you know, when we're in RPO situations, really start to lean on the run a little bit more. Um, to get yourself in a rhythm before you start throwing just so you can get used to seeing, you know, the different looks and what um, the Chiefs like to do on defense. Because I tell you what, the Honey Badger is back there, dude, and he will pick your stuff off and take it for six. Um, moving forward into injuries, um, Jordan Mailata, he's, he's still out with a knee. Dickerson was practicing. Epps was practicing. Lane Johnson, Kelsey's good. Um, Rodney McLeod, which he's coming back this week, which is huge. Um, shout out to Kevon Wallace. He did, he's done the best that he could. He's, he's played pretty well, but we really need Rodney McLeod back out there and, um, Davion Taylor. But what I'm honestly looking for is, like I said, um, Jalen Hurts, you know, driving the football, um, definitely running the ball more within the RPO, getting the ball to our tight ends. You have Zach Ertz and Dallas Goddard. Get them the freaking ball, man. They're they're nine times out of ten mismatches on linebackers and corners. Um, I want to see Nick Sirianni adjust better. Um, after week one, there's literally no adjustments being made. It's like mm-hmm. he's just like, oh, it is what it is. Um, same thing with um, Gannon for this last game. Um, zone, and, and that's just what it is. Um, I need to see more adjustments because I tell you what, these – 
Chiefs will drop 21 on you within the first 10 minutes of a game and, mm. and keep rolling. Um, I'm essentially calling this one uh, a loss until I get it's gets pro- it gets proven otherwise um, that we can win not just in one phase of the game, but, you know, ultimately all three, because that's essentially how you win football games. But um, at this point, um, you know, like we before we even started the season, I was talking about, you know, uh, at least we got draft picks, and I'm starting to get a little bit back to that. Like, hey, we got draft picks for next year. <laughs> um, but the more that Jalen Hurts struggles, the more it's going to look like one of those picks will probably go to a quarterback if he does not get his – inconsistency and accuracy straightened out. Yeah. Well, so I think a caveat to that is the fact that he is young. This is still his first year as a right. starter. So it's like anybody else, right? Like they're mm-hmm. going to take their lumps. Right. So I think, I think your tempered expectation to, to, to say pretty much like, you know, this is what I'm looking for out of the quarterback. Right. This next game is, mm-hmm. you know, better decisiveness, crisper passes, right. you know, things of that nature. That That's kind of what you want to see week to week with a young player and especially a young quarterback. So right. I would say, even if you guys finished with a crappy record or, or, uh, you know, anything like that, but he plays decent or he at least shows the upside, I wouldn't be too too worried about it. I mean, mm-hmm. we've seen young quarterbacks look like crap the first year. Hell, even kind of look like crap the second year and then start lighting it up year three, four, and beyond. So I think he's he's shown he has the tools, he has the skill set to right. be special. It's going to take a while. And two, keep, keep an eye on coaching, right? Because right. – I think sometimes, like, everybody poses the question, would Brady be the Brady he is if he didn't go to New England? Had he gone to any other city, you know, to, like, first, that maybe just didn't have better quarterback development or a better system, you know? So you just never truly know. So you just got to really look at what he's doing, his his fundamentals, his decision-making. Can he read a defense? You know, if you could see what he's trying to do, and it's just, for whatever reason, like, receivers aren't catching the ball or, you know, something like that, then that's not all on him. For sure. But but I think for – I would, you know, be willing to say you guys have, you know, a potential long-term solution at the quarterback position with Jalen Hurts. Um, yeah, I mean, it's going to be tough sledding because it's the Chiefs no matter who you are. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, I, I wouldn't – I mean, we play them in a couple of weeks. I'm not picking us to win. I mean, especially the way <laughs> – Let's be realistic. Yeah, yeah, especially the way we're playing. And speaking of that, let me just segue right into um, the Washington and all the bullshit that's going on <laughs> with that team. So – um, we played the Buffalo Bills this past weekend. We lost 43 to 21. Right. Um, that first drive was very telling, right? So we, we started the game on defense. Uh-huh. Uh, Josh Allen and them boys walked down the field wow. and did whatever the hell they wanted. Mm-hmm. Um, it's the same crap, man. Like our defense cannot get off the field on third down. Mm-hmm. I believe we ranked 29th on third, third and seven and longer. Right. right? And giving up first downs. Uh, that's inexcusable 
This is the National Football League. Like everybody, uh, you know, whether it's local beat reporters to the national guys have been, you know, touting this defensive four, you know, uh, excuse me, the front four, you know, talking about all, all these first round draft picks. And, you know, you got Jonathan Allen, Deron Payne, you got Montez Sweat, you got uh, Chase Young, you have Matt Ioannidis, you mix in Tim Settle. I mean, they have a complement of good guys up on the front they're not producing for right. whatever reason i don't know i mean in in one aspect i'm happy that since ron rivera took over that you don't hear all these leaks coming out of absolutely out not. of ashburn you yep. know like you would with previous um you know coaching staffs but then on the other hand it's like dog i want to know what's going on like i want to hear <laughs> some rumors at this point like right. i want something is just not clicking and i mean uh -huh. after the game chase young you know was talking in the um the, the post-game presser and he pretty much he said that he was talking to jack del rio and was just like you know if anybody's bullshitting you know you come tell me and i'm gonna take care of it and da da da. man the hell with all that just kill the noise do what y'all got to do right. and, and and get back to something. I mean, that defense just looks lost. I mean, mm -hmm. you know, you you see pressure from the inside. Deron Payne at times, Jonathan Allen at times. It's not really consistent. Coming off the edge, I don't know what's going on. It's like Chase Young, It's they figured him out pretty mm -hmm. much. He's got to come with some counter moves at this point. Mm -hmm. um, you know, he's got like – He's got this little stutter step thing that he does, but they figure that out. So you got to do something. Um, he's got enough strength, especially at times, to if he just decides to full out bull rush, he should be able to at least collapse that edge. But the thing is, I feel like they either get way too wide coming uh -huh. off the edge, or and there was one particular play. Um, Chase Young was on the left side, and he he had gotten, uh, you know, up the field, but. He he went in that time, mm. and then Allen just came around. Um, I believe he ran it in for a touchdown or, or something, but it, right. it was like, I don't know what's going on. Last year, I mean, there was inconsistencies last year, right, in the beginning of the season. I feel like our defense didn't really turn into the defense that, you know, everybody was raving about that second-place defense right. um, until, like, midway through the season, mm -hmm. you know. But even then, I feel like we struggled last year a lot on third downs. So, that that was very telling, and then not only that, but our offense, you know, didn't didn't really sustain long drives. So mm -hmm. your defense is just back out on the field. Um, Taylor Heineke, I mean, he was fourteen for twenty four, two hundred twelve yards, two touchdowns, and then two picks. Right, like right. I'm not ready to to like turn on the kid and say go to Kyle Allen. You know what I mean? Because I feel like Heineke still gives us the best option to win. Mm. Um, it does seem like seeing his performance in the playoffs last year and, and moving around, you know, to make things happen. Mm -hmm. I, I, I haven't really seen that. So I, I mean, I kind of heard, you know, like the coaches kind of telling them like, don't freelance it and all that type of stuff. But then I feel like in this game in particular, it seemed like he was doing, he was trying to force things, okay. you know, with his arm mm -hmm. versus running a little bit to, to, to create stuff. Right. Um, I mean, he, he, other than that, like nobody really did much. I mean, Antonio Gibson, twelve rushes, uh, like uh, twelve carries for thirty-one yards. He averaged two point six yards carry. That ain't gonna get it done. He did have the one catch for seventy-three yards in a score. Um, that was awesome. Uh, J.D. McKissick, three carries for twenty-three yards. And mm -hmm. I get it. A lot of like the score primarily dictated what you were gonna do on offense. Uh, right. I mean, we we got down early. Um, I believe it was like twenty-one or 
14 nothing, and we scored, and then mm. it ended up 21-14. It was close for a bit, and it just got out of hand. Mm-hmm. Uh, turnovers will kill you, man. I mean, we saw it in the first game against the Chargers Is there? Uh, when um, Antonio Gibson fumbled. Mm-hmm. You know, we we had the lead. We were in it, the momentum had changed. I mean, you hold on to that ball, potentially get a couple more first downs, and it's a whole different ball game. But mm-hmm. again, turnovers, turnovers will kill you. And a team like the Bills, they're going to capitalize off of that. So, <laughs> facts. I mean, you're not going to shut down that offense. You just hope to contain it. But to give up 500 all-purpose yards that makes through no the sense. air and on the ground. I mean, goddamn. Um, and then offensively, I think they need to get Terry involved way more often. Watching other teams, I watch other teams, and whether they have a superstar receiver or is just their number one, man, dude, you see him running slants, drag routes, like early, <laughs> like quick passes, get that man the ball in space because eventually something's going to break, right? Yep. We have a big-ass tight end. Get him more involved. He he can catch the ball. I mean, mm-hmm. I believe, yeah, that was a game. He had a fumble because he he broke a tackle, kept trying to go up the field a little bit more, and a dude came out and punched it out. So it's like you can't you can't um, can't knock him for the effort, you right. know. But at, at at the same time, like once you start getting hogtied like that, you got to cover that ball and just go ahead and get both, down both hands. You know, live live to fight another day. It's almost like a quarterback just being smart enough to throw the ball away. Right. right? So be like, no, yeah, exact. Right. And so, <laughs> and so they've, you know, they've, they've, they've got to clean it up. The safeties with Landon Collins. Um, yeah. I think, I think Landon could be a great player. Yeah. Um, I'm over him at safety. Okay. And, and especially him in coverage, right? Right. He's looking like Josh Norman out there, just getting cooked. Yeah. So him stacking the box is fine. If you're going to keep putting him down there, Move him to linebacker. The reason I say that is we got Bostic, Holcomb, and then Jamin Davis, the rookie. Right. Davis is 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 still young. He's he's raw. He's green. Like uh-huh. he's got a lot to learn. If you're gonna keep him out there, like maybe send him in on a blitz package. Something. Do something like that. But like I said, I'm willing to move Landon Collins. If I'm the coaches, I'm having that conversation with him. Look, dude, like you're a thumper. I'm I'm, I'm moving you to linebacker if you want to stay on this team. I was if just not, about to say try that. to trade you. You know what I mean? Yep. And and I like the Jeremy Reeves, Cam Curl combination back there. We have um, McCann that we got from Miami. Mm-hmm. He's, he, he's good so far for like two to three plays. You see him blowing somebody up, mm-hmm. you know, at, you know, and he put him back there with Cam Curl. Try out that different chemistry back there. But something clicked with Reeves and Curl last year. So, I mean, because Landon was out because he was injured. So, I mean, figure something out, like, and then our defensive scheme just in general is just it's it's fucking vanilla. Right. You know, like mix this shit up, get exotic. Like right. I don't know if Jack Del Rio is just so stubborn right now thinking, well, well, I had the second ring defense last year and da 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 dude, you're playing way better talent this year. Right. We we played a crappy schedule. Everybody we played, it seems like we were playing their backup quarterback. And those mm. with decent quarterbacks, we still lost those games. Mm-hmm. Like people lose sight of the fact that we were seven and nine. Like we had a losing record, and we happened to win the division. Right. So now with that, you're playing top-tier talent. We're playing, like, the best quarterbacks in the league, mm-hmm. straight up. So they need to figure something the hell out and, and, and get the hell off the field on third down. You watch other teams with lesser talent that are able to – it's third and eight, third and seven. They keep the shit in front of them, and, 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 they, and they get off the field. Do something. Do something. Move the ball on offense. Like, I watch our offense, and compared to other offenses, 
they seem it at, at times other teams seem to just move the ball so easy. Like watching other game, I watch our our game and it's just like god damn right i don't know it's it's just frustrating Mm. um so moving into atlanta right i mean i think they're what 30 30th and 31st on on offense and defense like yeah they're statistically not good right they hung tough and beat themselves when against the giants this this past uh, weekend, mm-hmm. uh, they should have beat the Giants, mm-hmm. or, or excuse me, they did beat the Giants, mm-hmm. right? They did. But it should have been a more convincing win. The Giants are just not good. Um, but yeah, but if Washington's going to get right, this will be the game, right? Mm-hmm. Um, Matty Ice is a statue. He's not running away from you. He's not mobile. He's not going to really try. No. So I, what I would like to see is exotic blitzes. Mm-hmm. Um, more consistent pass rush, collapsing that pocket, but more importantly, getting the hell off the field on third down. And then on offense, I want to see a better rhythm. I want to see sustained drives. Um, I would like us to finally start scoring on opening drives like we seem to let other teams do on us. Um, I think, let's see, Rivera's coached 20 games, and we've been behind mm-hmm. on opening drives 80% of that time. Mm -hmm. wow like you can't you can't do that like it I'm just almost at a loss for words because it is so frustrating I did have tempered expectations yes I thought we would potentially be the front runner to win the division um just looking at our team from last year and you would think we'd make a leap forward this year we got some pieces on offense Curtis Samuels he's been hurt he's been injured he practiced yesterday I believe he practiced today um, he is eligible to be moved up to the um, active roster so far we only have 52 men on the roster so there's still that spot hop my, right in there my guess is he won't be ready to play this week right um again I can't say lesser opponents so we don't really need him at this point I mean everything's just a busted can of biscuits. So if you can get a player to play, he needs to play. But Facts. but I think they're eyeing him more for the Saints game the following week. So hopefully he trends in a positive direction health-wise so we can get him on the field. Jamin Davis, or excuse me, not Jamin Davis. Um, my mind is there. I'm looking at the wrong thing. Mm-hmm. But um, Deami Brown, the, the rookie from UNC, mm-hmm. pretty much non-existent in the game. Again, he's a rookie. I don't expect him to be a world beater. Um, but... He really hasn't produced. He's playing in Curtis Samuel's spot. So hopefully if you can get Samuels back on the field sooner rather than later, your offense can get a little bit more creative. I do like how they've been using um, Antonio Gibson in the passing game as well. Which is smart. Yeah, um, because, I mean, he was a former wide receiver. Facts. Learning how to be a running back, and I thought he's made leaps and bounds at the running back position. But, yeah, I mean. I mean, it is what it is. Yeah. For me, I think this game could be a confidence builder because you essentially have to worry about three people. For sure. Um, uh, Calvin Ridley, um, Kyle Pitts, and uh, what's his name? Uh, the running back. Devin. Whoever the running back is. Uh, hold on. Devin White, something like that. Uh, Falcons. I'm sorry, Mike Davis. Yeah, Mike yeah. Davis. Like, if you can shut down those three, they're not doing anything. Um, they're not doing much at all, and it's not like you don't have the defense to do it. Right. Um, Kyle Pitts, I mean, he does get open at times, but if you put so hands far, on him. So far, he ain't. He ain't doing much. Yeah. So it's like if you put hands on him, if you can literally jam Calvin Ridley, 
and limit Mike Davis, their offense is done. They're doing three and outs all game. Oh, yeah. So I definitely think this could be that confidence builder that every locker room needs just to get that jump start into the rest of the season. So if For you guys sure. can do that, you'll be fine. Yeah, man. I, I mean, I completely agree with you. Um, I think I think if there's a week to, to, to get right, it's this week. Mm-hmm. Um, they're going to have to do it. If, if not, I mean, you're it's tough sledding against the Saints coming up, and mm-hmm. then the following week, I believe, is Kansas City. I mean, you fuck around and be, what, one in five? Yeah. And then then you're talking about, what, evaluating players, looking into right. the next year's draft That's and right. all that stuff. Stacking and, picks. You know, I, I tweeted something the other day, right, because I feel like the Washington football team, like the organization, they're good at um, – like how 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 would you describe this? So it's like when somebody feeds you enough bullshit that that, that keeps you hooked. You know what I mean? <laughs> and then when you start to lose faith and whatever, then they give you a little bit more. I know all and, about that. Yeah. And what I mean by that is, you know, they this whole off season they've been running this crap. You know, right. second rank defense. You know, we're going places. We're uh-huh. doing this. We got this on offense. We got da 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 whatever. Watch us get our asses handed to us over the next couple games. The fan base is going to start going crazy. Watch the team drop the new name. Oh, for sure. Smoke and mirrors. Man, we're, we're, we're hemorrhaging fans and That's support right. and this and that. Man, go ahead and drop that new name brand on them right new, quick. Brand new logos, everything. Right. Merch. Yeah, to try to get you all excited, <laughs> you know. And I'm telling you, I could see it happen. I could see it happen, but no, seriously, I think, I think Marcus, I, I, I think you're absolutely right. Like this game could be a confidence booster, especially, mm-hmm. I think Terry McLaurin said it in, um, he did like a press conference the other day. I think it was yesterday. He said pretty much like playing clean football, right? Right. Like we do have to limit our penalties. We have to get more sound. We have to play a clean game on all sides of the ball, offense, defense, and special teams. It's got to be more of a group effort. I see individual effort on, on on the defense, but collectively as a unit, they're not flying around and playing together like they were last year. So, again, that's oh, why I were said, murdering cats last year. Yeah, that's why I said, like, I don't know what's going on per se. And even right. if you can't get to the quarterback, these are these quote-unquote, you know, top you know, drafted players. I mean, they, they, they were, so I guess not quote-unquote. I'm just tired of hearing about it. But mm-hmm. – if you're you're not going up against superior linemen week in and week out, though you're you not. may be going against a superior quarterback, you should be able to still collapse a pocket, like show some resemblance of smoke somebody of, of a of a tough defense. Right? Like they they just need to get it together. I want to see more out of the linebacker core. To me, they just seem lost. They're, like I'm I'm over John Bostic at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, didn't uh, the uh, the Lions just release who was it Jamie Collins? I think they did because he was an older dude. They're trying to go younger. Uh, they released him after he couldn't get traded. I mean, maybe kick the tires on him. See see if he can do something a little bit different or better than what's going on. You know, with our current core. Facts. Um, but yeah, I mean, I don't know. Like like I said, if if. Del Rio just sits back in this vanilla bullshit that he's been doing. I'm going to be real mad. Absolutely. I'm going to be real mad. But, I mean, ultimately, I'm a fan. I'm not an employee of that organization. I don't, right. I'm not a coach. I don't have a say in what they do or don't do. Um, but, yeah, they 
I think uh, Heineke will play much better. Again, mm-hmm. like I said, I'm not I'm not punting on the kid. I don't think he's the long-term solution in Washington, but he could be a serviceable stopgap for right now. Yep. Uh, but I think he bounces back. He's, he's, he's a fighter. He's a competitor. I don't think he's going to dwell on, you know, a statistically poor game um, against the Bills. So yeah, I think I think they get right, um, and I will go on a limb to say this is a must win because, like I said, yes, your next few games are going to be very daunting. Facts. Um, so yeah, so to me, it's a must win. But yeah, that's what's going on in Washington and Philly, man. Let's go ahead and get into these um, these picks of the week. Let's go. Um, I'll write them down so we can tally them up. Obviously, it won't be next week because I'll be out. But, right. You know, we'll. You know, maybe circle the wagon for it or whatever. But either way, go ahead, man, with the Thursday night game tonight. Let's go Jags at Bengals. I got Bengals, dude. You got Bengals. I'm going to go Bengals as well. Um, I don't think Urban gets his first win on the big stage today. It's just not going to happen. Mm -mm. Uh, Titans at Jets. Titans at Jets. I'm going to go Titans there. You and me both. Um, The Jets, I mean, they're just not there yet. Nah. Nope. Uh, Chiefs at Eagles. I'm going to go Chiefs. Um, like I said, until they show me that they can win a phase, yet alone three, um, um, within the past two weeks, I'm definitely going with the Chiefs. Yeah, I'm going to go Chiefs there too because, again, it's hard to bet against the Chiefs no matter who they're playing. But then you guys are coming off of a performance where you clearly got to clean clean up a lot of things. So For sure. I don't think this is the week y'all get right. Not at all. Um, and not only that, how weird is it to hear that the Chiefs are one and two right now? Right, it's weird, right? They have a losing record. Right, crazy. <laughs> That's so funny. Right. That won't last long, though. No, it's not, not, not at all. Um, Panthers at Cowboys. I'm going to go, you know, I'm going to go Panthers in this situation. I just got a good feel from the Cowboys, like, on paper, in my head, should win this game just because of how dynamite their offense is. And uh, Diggs is balling. Mm-hmm. On that defense uh, with Michael Parsons, like they're they're killing it right now. Mm-hmm. But um, for some reason, I got I got the Panthers in this one. All right, so I'm gonna go Dallas. Uh, they're they're playing good football. I mean, which mm-hmm. we talked about all off season, right? Like as long as Dak is healthy, they're gonna be in some games. They're gonna put up points. That's what they do. Like right. that offense was built to score points. Yep. Um, I don't think the Panthers defense is gonna have enough to stop them, mm-hmm. uh, and you can only hope to contain them and hope right. that they make mistakes. Um, so yeah, I'm 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 gonna go Dallas there. All right, we got Giants at Saints. Is this even a question? <laughs> Saints. Yeah, I'm gonna go Saints there too. Giants look lost. What are they? Zero and three. Zero and three. Yeah, I don't. And and the Saints are playing. Decent football, good football. So, yeah, there's no way. Um, it's funny because my sister actually invited me to a tailgate um, at the end of October. <laughs> I might go there just to drink uh, tears. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, uh, I definitely got them losing this one. So, the next one is the Browns at Vikings. I'm going Browns in this situation. Okay. I'm going to go Vikings here. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they're quietly playing decent football. Mm-hmm. And... Justin Jefferson's on my fantasy. The boy's been killing it. Right. So, um, yeah. So, I'm going to go Vikings. All right. We got Rams at Bears. I'm sorry, not Rams. The Lions at Bears. I'm going to go Lions because I've seen them play some amazing football. It's just they've played better teams and just. Yeah. So, I think out. watching watch, so watching the Lions through three weeks, like, their defense is pretty scrappy. Yeah, they are. Like, like they are tough and they get amped up. And, and and they definitely get after the quarterback. I can see 
Justin Fields having some issues. Right. But ultimately, I think the Bears pull this one out. So I'm going to go with Chicago. We got Texans at Bills. I'm going Bills. This is going to be a smoke show. Yeah, I'm going to go Bills here too. Texans, I mean, it's just not going to happen because Tyrod is still out, right? And they got that dude, was it uh, Davis Mills? Yeah, Davis Mills. Um, Young dude, I mean. For sure. So the Carson Wentz experiment. We got the Colts at the Dolphins. The Colts are 0-3 right now. Um, Please continue to keep Carson in because we want that first-round pick. But – I'm going to go Dolphins in this situation um, for no other reason is that for some reason or somehow, some way, if Carson is even playing this week, um, they're going to wet the bed. Um, and it sucks because they actually have a team built for the playoffs for whatever reason. It's just not clicking. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm going to go Colts here. I think this is where they get their first win. Ooh. Yeah. So we have Washington at Falcons. I'm going to take Washington. I think they get it right this week. I think that there's enough uh, for them to, you know, use this as a as a statement win, as a launch pad. Mm-hmm. I mean, I forgot to mention they still have Cordell Patterson. He'll get his what two catches or two runs because that dude is just a freak. Mm-hmm. But aside from that, your defense is more than enough to shut down the Falcons' offense. Yeah, so I believe you, right? Like on, <laughs> on, on paper. Um, but here's here's where I'm gonna go with, with the emotional hedge. I'm gonna go with Atlanta, right? So that way, if we win, I'm happy we won. But if we lose, it's like ah, I already picked us to lose. You know what I mean? So so yeah, I'm gonna go right. with, strictly with the emotional hedge. And until my team shows me a reason to pick them, right. yeah, this is to tell you it's gonna be a long season for sure. All right, next up, we got Seahawks at the Niners. I'm going Seahawks, um, just because of how close we played them. I mean, matchups uh, are are definitely a thing. Mm-hmm. Um, their defense is stout, but I feel like Russell Wilson is just smarter. Yeah. Um, so I'm definitely going Seahawks. Yeah, I'm gonna go Seahawks too. I don't know what it is, man. Like a kid growing up in California, like I always liked the 49ers. And right. I can't. I don't know what I don't like the 49ers. <laughs> I just don't like him. Like in Kittle's like flashed, but they haven't used him like they we've seen in the past. Either that or yeah. he's being double teamed or something. But yeah, he hasn't been dominant. Nah. And then I think part of it too is quarterback play, right? Like yeah. you can see they they don't want to put the ball in Jimmy G's hands. They try nope. to run the best they can. Right. Sucks Mostert went down. You know, yeah. so they got some injuries on on that side. But yeah, I don't know. Um I'm I'm always partial to Seattle being from Tacoma, so um, there you go. Yeah, so I'll I'll go Seahawks there too. We got Cardinals at Rams. This is gonna be a dog fight, but I'm def- I'm going I'm going Rams in this situation. I think they have too much. They have they have a better overall defense than the Cardinals, which is gonna help them edge it out. Um, not only that, I mean, imagine like Deshaun Jackson essentially being like your fifth receiver. Yeah, and still blowing people up. Right. So it's like, like I said, I got the Rams. Yeah, like watching that Matt Stafford Cooper Cup. It's disgusting. It's gotta be, in my <laughs> opinion, so far this year, the best QB wide receiver combo. It is dirty. Like straight up. Like And that's why he's on and, my fantasy it, team. Yeah, and Cooper <laughs> Cup, I mean, he gets you what, sixty four million points a week? I mean, this is ridiculous. This guy is always <laughs> open. This he dude, is always open. It's all, easy pitch and catch. Watch it. Like, you watch him, it's just so effortless. He is a skinnier Jordy Nelson as yeah. far as, you know, technique and speed in my in my head. Yeah. I mean, it's just ridiculous. <laughs> like, 
like crazy. Matt Stafford pairing, like going to the Rams was like the perfect match. Like him and Sean McVay, like they're on the same page. Yep. Like, like they definitely vibe. Uh, watching the Rams is fun. I don't know. I hate the Rams. It's just something about it. I, I guess like I'm partially bitter because Sean McVay left, but he should right. have left. Like why stay in Washington with all this crap and this shit show going on? Mm-hmm. And they kept Jay Gruden and you know what I mean? So it, I don't really fault him, but still watch looking at him. I, it's just something about it. But, um, and then, you know, I, I just don't like him, but, but I like him at the same time. It's for sure. For, for me, the only way they don't make it to the Super Bowl is, is if they Somebody have a, gets hurt. a slew of injuries. That's yeah. the only way they don't, they don't make the Super Bowl. Like, to me, they, they, they are the front runner, man. Absolutely. They are the front runner. All right, so next up we got, what, Steelers-Packers? Steelers-Packers. Who you got in that one? I got, ooh, I'm going, I'm going ugh, Packers. Um, I don't know. It's, it's Aaron Rodgers. I mean, they had a good, they had a good week last week. Um, for in my head right now, I'm just going Packers. Yeah, I'm gonna go Packers here too. Uh, old Benny boy, I, th- <laughs> I think he's I think he's about done. It's it's a rap city. Yeah, so I I don't know. And plus, I haven't watched too much of Steelers football to really see what's going on. But they just seem like it's I don't know. It's just not gonna be a good year for them. Um, next up, the next game we have Ravens at Broncos. I'm riding with Teddy B's man. Yeah. All right, I'm gonna go Ravens here. Um, just to play devil's advocate, because I mean, I almost feel like it's a toss up, right? It is a toss up. Like you know, I'm clear. I mean, I'm I'm sure like Ravens beat reporters and talking heads can tell you all the reasons why the Ravens will win, and then the Denver's you know will do the same. I think it's a decent match game. Um, it should be fun watching Lamar and 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 old Teddy B. So yeah, but I'm gonna go Ravens. Right, so we also have uh, this is the Sunday night game. Yep. This is Buccaneers at Patriots. Everybody's going to be watching this one, and I feel like Brady's going to drop forty um, yeah. easily. So I'm definitely going Bucks. Yeah, I'm going Bucks here too. It's not even close. I mean, if you think about it, Brady Brady's going to know <laughs> what Belichick is trying to do. Everything. You know what I mean? I think I think the Buccaneers defense is good enough to shut down what they're doing on offense up there. So right. I don't know. I, I think I think the Bucks win going away. Absolutely. And the Monday night game we have Las Vegas Raiders at Chargers. I'm going the Chargers in this game just because I like what I see from Justin Herbert in that offense. Um their defense has some work to do. Yeah. Um they've been getting ran on um like passes being completed like they shouldn't be. But like I said, I think that offense definitely has enough to to get that W. Yeah, so I'm going to go Raiders here. The reason why you just said the Chargers defense can get ran on and watching <laughs> watching Peyton Barber, who formerly of the Washington yeah. football team, we released him. The Raiders picked him up. My man's had, I think, 100 yards in a score. Um, I think they're going to continue to to pound the rock. I uh-huh. really like what the Raiders are doing uh-huh. on offense, all, albeit a bit inconsistent. Right. Um, but I think, I think they could put it together. Um, clearly, their defense is going to have their hands full with that Chargers offense and trying to shut down, you know, Herbert and company. Um, you can only hope to contain them pretty much. But right. I think the Raiders will have enough to to get it done. I, I think this could potentially be one of the, one of the best or uh, better um, primetime games so far this season. There you go. So we'll see. But all right. So that puts a wrap on that. Um, man, did you see Richard Sherman, man? He signed in um, 
uh, uh, help me out here. Tampa, Tampa Bay. Bay. He did. Yeah. So I, I, I think he'll provide a minimal impact. I, I mean, I don't think he's going to play every snap. Right. Um, you know, I, I, I think his best years are behind him. Definitely. But, I think, I think he can be serviceable for sure. Serviceable. And then just more of an, a, another leadership. Ve- yeah. Veteran in the locker room type situation. So, I mean, good for them. I mean, obviously he's just trying to get another ring. Yeah. So, um, shout out to him. Um, did you also hear that, uh, LaShawn McCoy is signing a one day contract in Philly to retire? Really? Yeah. No, so I he's, so he's, he's done. Um, Shout out to him and what he was able to do through the first half of his career, especially when it is time in Philly. Mm-hmm. Um, that dude, ha- it was a walking highlight reel, especially oh, yeah. with the snowball and what he was able to do. Yep. Um, the only thing that really you know, annoyed us to a certain degree was him not willing to hit the hole like he was supposed to, Right. Uh, carrying the ball loose. But that's just the dynamic running back that he was. Not only that, I mean, oftentimes you can see him line up as a receiver because he was that dynamic. Yep. Um, but shout out to him and, and his, his great career, um, especially, you know, he, he is a two time champion, even though he didn't touch the field. Um, but at the no, end, boy, of he passed out water with the best of them, <laughs> didn't he? <laughs> For real. But at the end of the day, he still got two yeah, rings. He still got a ring. Still got a ring. So, uh, yeah, one with the Chiefs and the one with the Bucks, right? So at the end of the day, shout out to him. You know, I hope he, you know, I wish him the best in the next phase of his career, whether he wants to do commentating, podcasting, something to that extent because mm-hmm. guys like him just because of the personality they have they never go away no yeah yeah, yeah. so um shout out to him yeah and then um all things are pointing in the in a positive direction for andy reed obviously yes you know he got taken to the hospital in the yes. after the game for he was feeling ill yeah he, he was back home i think the next day or had gotten released that night or whatever mm-hmm. um so you know you, you hope it's nothing serious or you know it's not anything that lingers mm-hmm. um so yeah but that's all I got as far as like around the NFL and sure. all that stuff. So that'll put a bow on episode 78. Um, okay. Be sure to head over to our website, AverageSportsGuys.com. The Thanks. links to our shows are there, both um, our YouTube shows and our podcasts, which you can find in and everywhere. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Podcasts, Stitcher, everywhere. So as always, man, I'm Eddie. This is Marcus. We're the Average Sports Guys, and we'll see you next time. We're out.